Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Susie, you watched the uh, the Super Bowl, yes? Yes. How did how did you manage to get it together to come come to work today? It was hard. It was very difficult. Sixteen million Americans called in sick today, at least according <laughs> to some sort of survey. Okay. Fourteen percent of the workforce expect they will miss at least some work on Monday. That would be today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, double that. Another 28 say they'll be uh, less productive than usual. Mm. I just don't understand. Like, what are people doing on a normal Sunday night that, like, hanging out and watching the Super Bowl has upset their routine so significantly that they can't get it together and get to work today? I suppose it was exciting, the finish, if you're a football fan. Well, have you ever football. watched, like, the end of Blue Bloods or Murder, <laughs> She Wrote or whatever's on at <laughs> 9 o'clock? Might rile you up. I don't know. Might rile you up. It was exciting. It was. Did you watch the whole thing? You know, here's what happened. Let's get the truth. You can say if you didn't watch. No, I no, it's fine. But my mom asked me to come over because I had gone to Cub Food and got some caramel corn. Okay. So she's like, oh, you should bring that over to my house and we could have some caramel corn while uh-huh. we went. Oh, your sister Kelly's coming. I'm like, well, if Kelly's coming. Yeah. So then. It so felt, all of a sudden it's a Super Bowl party at mom's a, house? With caramel corn and my sister Kelly. And it was really reminiscent of my childhood. We were just laying mm-hmm. around on the couch watching football. But then in Kay Jones fashion, well, she had to watch Masterpiece Theater and Scar- Miss Scarlet and the Duke was on Channel 2. What time is that on? Seven. So right in the middle of everything, she clicks She just it over. turned off the game? <laughs> but what am I going to yeah. do? I'm well, at her house. Thankfully. So you sat there and you're all watching Masterpiece yep, Theater together. Yep. And I was tired because remember I worked at 7 in the morning on Sunday. So anyway... Thankfully, I recorded it because I did yeah. want to watch Usher. I wanted to see the show. That's always, right. you know, the drive. The halftime the, show, yeah. The pool, the, the attraction. Yeah. You know, yeah, the game, but then, you know. So so, I, so when did you leave your mother's house? Oh, I probably left like 8 o'clock. Okay. So then when I got home. Well, you couldn't leave in the I, middle of Masterpiece Theater. I you had to wait. It was a murder mystery. I had to find out who killed the guy. <laughs> it was the final yeah. show. Yeah. It was a very chaotic night for me mentally. <laughs> There's a lot. And then you get home and, and you. I, and I first I watched the halftime uh, show sure, that yeah. I had recorded. And then what? And then I went into real time to watch the end of the game. Oh, so you got caught up. I got caught up. I'm probably fourth quarter, which really, who cares? That was the. And I it worked wasn't out going, well for you, actually. I wasn't going to stay up because I'm a little tired, as I've mentioned. Right. And uh, but what, I, what time did you work? Today or last night? Yesterday. Le- yesterday. 7 a.m., so I was up at yeah, 6. That's sure. kind of early-ish yeah. for yeah. me. And then, but anyway, I could Did you think of calling in sick today? No, no, I really didn't. I have such a lovely schedule. 10 to 6 is a good schedule. One of our texters works at an off-sale liquor store. Yeah. 
And they can tell us why people call in sick today. <laughs> what is based, it? Well, it's based on the the uh, activity at the off-sale liquor store. I see. People were a little People get a little tuned up. A little tuned up. But if you're at a party, like, how are people doing this? Like, I mean, I was at my house. What did we have? So I had... Yeah, uh, you tell me. Who did you have over? Well, we had um, my wife's parents and my wife's sister and her husband and their two kids. Mm-hmm. So, and then Sam uh, and Sam's girlfriend. Right, who we've met. Sienna. Yes, we've met her. She's quite So they were great. Uh, You know, like, I had a a cocktail uh, set up for people. So they could make their own, uh, well, it was set up so people could make their own beverage, but really I I made made it. What was the beverage of choice? Well, you had your options. So I had, like, uh, I bought these Tattersall... uh, mixes sure. at the grocery store. Sure, good idea. So you could, I was just trying to keep it simple, which right. I like to make a production out of things. Exactly. So it took a little restraint. Mm. But you could do vodka or gin with this South, habanero south side. Okay. Uh, which was, it's like a cucumber habanero. I wondered what the flavor yeah. was. Okay. Uh, not much spice. Light habanero. It's Minnesota. A Minnesota. Yeah. So you, uh, my mother-in-law doesn't like gin, so I had vodka for her, that gin was very thoughtful, for me. Very thoughtful. And then there was like a whiskey drink called Gold Rush, I think, that was like honey, ginger. It's like a little more soothing. Mm, like if you have a cold. Yeah, what? right. And so that was the, I had a vodka drink, I had a whiskey drink. I think that's fabulous. You know. Did you And then wine, the- I opened some wine. And of course you did. You must. some beer. Did you, mm. um, were you ever... Like tempted to make one of those Manhattans with the ice that has a hole in it with oh. the orange. You ever yeah. been to the Hewitt downtown? Yeah. Hewing, yeah. Hewing, sorry. Yeah. Um, Where they, they have like their the. I have that same like fancy ice at home. Oh my goodness, that is a beautiful. So drink. I did make a Manhattan before everyone came over because you yourself. Know, oh, the in-laws coming over. I need a little juice. You, know. <laughs> you need to feel that warm, fuzzy feeling in your tummy. Uh I, I just, I think people like the drama of acting like they need a holiday today. Like, I, give me a break. I would totally agree. And honestly, if you want to work, if you want to sort of, I always have to think, like, am I allowed to say that? I don't know. You've got to. Well, Cook, come over here. Dan's Are you going to describe it? No, I'm just going to say it, and then Dan will be close to the button if I'm oh, not allowed to say it. Oh, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay. Oh, I'm nervous. What are you going to so say? So if you want to come to work and half-ass it. Oh, that's not a dumb. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I still don't know. I'm used to the news where, like, if I said that on the morning news at Channel 4. If you said ASS, you yeah, would have been booted. That would be curtain. I don't believe it. These you, days, uh, we're, this country's so upside down, you can't even tell what anything means anymore. Mm. Yeah, it's true. That's what I feel. Can I play a little Usher for you? Oh, yeah. Which one? Uh, Dan go? Dan has put together a little montage uh, Montage of hits. I love it. Come on, Ludacris comes out? How great was that? And here's how this goes in my house. Who's that? It's like, it's Ludacris. That's not helping. <laughs> So, oh my! A lot of bangers, a lot of bangers in the usher. How?
Oh, Alicia Keys. That was my moment. I love Alicia Keys. I have a lot of her music, and oh, my gosh. How about her outfit? She looked... Smashing. Yeah. Usher looked pretty darn good himself. This is her, I think. Yeah. When he took his shirt off, I about died. Yeah. I said, oh, So did I. (laughs) I mean, and I I don't go that way, but I was intrigued. You're like, son of a gun. Beautiful. This cat knows how to lift weights. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, Jack. He is 43, I think. I don't know. You you got the Google over there. I don't know. You don't have that over by you? No, I signed off. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) uh, He's 45. Uh, Alicia Keys is 43. That's what I was thinking. She does not wear makeup. I noticed that again last night. She's stuck with that. Stayed true to that. Uh, Did you see what Travis Kelsey did after the game when he won? Like the the he he sang Viva Las Vegas. Oh yeah, it was very embarrassing <laughs> for him. I mean, I felt embarrassed for him. Yeah, right. Well, I, mean, I but- just thought he was just in the moment. Like everyone sort of turned it into like, oh, ick. He's gross. It's whatever. Like poor Taylor. Swift. Poor Taylor. <laughs> like I, you know, I mean, I don't know. Who They're- knows what you would do in that moment, right? I guess. What would you do? If I would win the Super Bowl? There's Jim Nance up there with the Lombardi Trophy. Susie Jones, you've won the Super Bowl. I would say, well, thank you for all the people that helped me get to this point in life. (laughs) My mom. You'd say like. I thank God, you know, got to start there because we're nothing without that. Hey, what did you think of the Jesus ads? I think think they're – weird in the place of the football game they stand out so much and i thought the the messages were great so no, no hate no love look out for other uh look out for other people like, and there were know. very different people that jesus or somebody was washing their feet i want to ask the holy people one. like focus a little too much on the sin and not enough about the sin i want to ask I the think. holy one in the room mm. what he thinks because Steve Simpson, yeah. that would be you, Dan. But Dan was, oh. Not you. I think Dan's going to recommend you listen to the podcast at uh, for our 4.30 half hour where- uh, He explained it? Uh, 4.20, 4.20 segment is, uh, we you, talked about You this. pontificated? We, no, no, I, mean, I didn't really, actually, I don't think I said anything about those ads. Oh, maybe but, not. But we talked with listeners about it. A little bit, so. What did the listeners think? Most people liked it. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you think about it? You're a little more concerned than I am about the source of the funding. Yes. Me? Cook. Oh. I am. Yeah. No, I, I mean, the message itself, I, I, I'm all for. Um, I just think- Who you know, did pay for it? Well, it's a nonprofit group, but it's the people that fund the nonprofit group that- It's uh, a mystery. We, we yeah, know- Yeah, you don't the know. Brother, the Koch brothers? No, not the Koch brothers, My- but in the past, the folks that own Hobby Lobby have been part of it, and some oh, very, yeah. some very, very uh, uh, religiously conservative- and almost politically affiliated folks oh. have been behind this in the past. Mm. I don't know now. We don't, you know, because you, unless you see the nonprofits' books, you don't know who's funding these things. Oh. The trick is that when you know when you say a message like, uh, you know, he, Jesus taught, didn't tell you just to hate; he taught us taught us to wash feet. Yeah, I mean, how do you not like that message, right? Right, right. Except that when you have a more nuanced conversation, and obviously you can't do that in a thirty-second Super Bowl ad. Mm-hmm. The folks that would say that there's Jesus folks that are hating people 
those people that are doing the quote-unquote hating Mm -hmm. would not identify themselves as hating anyone. They would say that they're doing the folks that are feeling like they're being hated a favor by pointing out the problems that are going on Uh, with their lives and their lifestyle and whatnot. Now, I don't support any of that. No. But the problem is that, you know, Everybody would say, yeah, no, then we're, you know, we're not talking about hating when it comes to Jesus. Even the folks that are being accused of hating would say, no, we're not talking about hating. Of course we're not. So it's sort of a very surface-level discussion that has a whole lot more nuance to it. Steve Simpson's take on it this morning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was that he felt that people that were really doing the work of Christ on earth would be appalled that they would spend that much money on ads when they could have used that money to actually get out there and do the work. I get that take, and I dismiss that take. Okay. Like, I understand where you're coming from on that. I'm not really coming from Yeah, where Steve, and I think a lot of people, most of my Instagram feed is people posting some variation of that. that. Yeah. And on the surface, I get it. Like, yes, if all you had was $7 million, would you spend it on one Super Bowl ad or on using $7 million to feed people in need? Like, I see. I would say, second Harvest Heartland, we would love to take your money. Uh, give me your $7 million. Exactly. We could do a hell of a lot of good. Right. Now, the uh, this nonprofit did on Saturday in Vegas, like a big feeding the hungry thing. They did a bit. So I just think it's a little simplistic and trite to be like, well, you could use that money in another way. Well, no kidding. Any money could always be used in another way. I could use the seven million in a well, different sure. way. Yeah. Still a different way. <laughs> I just got a little yeah. brochure in the mail from my college saying I could take a trip to Australia. Oh, oh wait, that was $7,000. Yeah. Close. That. Very close. <laughs> The biggest surprise for me was Post Malone and uh, Post Malone sang America the Beautiful mm-hmm. and it was lovely, hmm. lovely. And I posted that I that it was surprisingly lovely and the Post Malone community was not happy with my lack of knowledge of the musical skill of Post Malone. Really? He's, he has a beautiful singing voice. It was very, very lovely. And people got down on you. Yeah, they're mad at me for liking it. Because I'm like, you didn't know- how about a moment to say, I'm glad you discovered what I already knew? No. Surprisingly, Jason? Wow. You, you must not know. Yeah, I don't know everything, people. Goodness gracious. People were mad Do you at me. get your feelings hurt ever when people come after you like that? Sometimes. Oh. But mostly I just enjoy it. Yeah, you because do it's just fun. It, it's don't fine. You? Like, yes. Then I get to like come back at them, and then I look like the bigger person. because like, ah, that is so, your goal. Oh, your goal in life is to look like the bigger. Yeah, person. not to be the bigger. No, person. of course not. It's no. all illusion. Correct. It's an illusion. Susie, thanks for uh, filling in for Laura today. And let me just be the first to tell you I'll be here tomorrow because Ooh. Laura has bronchitis Uh-oh. and is sick as a dog at home. I hope that I didn't give it to her. I, I hope I hope the same. Well, you know, uh, I you was never sick. Know. And, you were sick, too. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so I'll be back tomorrow afternoon. Very good. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Susie. It is time for the D-Rush Hour. News headlines coming your way next, including a pizza place in South Minneapolis worried about the perceptions of the neighborhood and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees out. That and more as we continue. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Monday, February 12th, D-Rush Hour news headlines begins with a breaking story on the Star Tribune's website. A prominent Minneapolis real estate owner has banned the city's mayor from his business because the mayor vetoed the city council's Israel-Hamas war resolution. Basim Sabri is the owner of Carmel Mall which is a bustling commercial and social hub for the Somali community. Uh, Sabri is a controversial guy. Uh, He was, uh, I don't remember if he was found guilty, but he was prosecuted for bribing a a city official once. He's banned an alderman from, a city council member rather, from uh, the mall before. But he sent an email to the mayor after... uh, This, according to the Star Tribune reporting, but he sent an email to the mayor saying he's no longer welcome. I'm breaking ties with you, said the email. I no longer have any trust or faith in you since many of your actions are contradictory to humanity and to the Somalian immigrant communities. Therefore, please consider this a formal notice of trespass. The mayor says it's anti-Semitic. Basim Sabri uh, banning the mayor. There you go. He said, uh, it is my right, telling the Star Tribune, it is my right uh, to tell you that someone's not welcome in my house. When he was asked if banning someone for their political views and perhaps their cultural identity is appropriate. It's not appropriate, by the way. But it is his right. That is that is true. A pizza place in South Minneapolis wants to change perceptions of the neighborhood. We're cheering for Amy and Patty Keegan, Jason Rantala at CBS News, Minnesota, WCCO, reporting on Jacquinos. Just great owners. The perception of their location right by George Floyd Square is what they say hurts them. They're also saying the rerouting of the buses away from their Chicago Avenue location that that hurts them, too, because you don't have sort of the foot traffic going by their pizza place. This past year, they've redone the facade. They've, they're adding a bar, hoping for a hard liquor license to get people to hang out at the pizza place a little longer. They brought in TVs. They say that the key is to address misconceptions that the area is unsafe. Amy Keegan, we feel safe. And so we just need people to think outside of the box of what their current comfort level is and reinvigorate them coming back into the community. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations are out. Who is a lock? John Bream ranks Cher an 85% lock. You have to think Cher is going to get in. Well, Sade, 80%, says Bream. 
Sinead O'Connor, he says, is a 70 percent lock. Ten artists are on the ballot for the first time, but none of them are in their first year of eligibility. The way you get eligible is 25 years after the release of your first record. Well, Mariah Carey. Bream says 75 percent for that. Tribe Called Quest nominated for a third time. Dave Matthews Band is on the list. Jane's Addiction. Uh, Pretty good list. Cool in the Gang. Ozzy Osbourne. So there you go. Rock and Roll. Hall of Fame. It is 533. That's the D-Rush Hour News. Headlines, traffic, weather coming uh, coming up. And then Dave Schwartz. Talk about that gopher basketball collapse on last night, too. Next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 